Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast that nobody asked for. I'm Ellen. I'm Caitlin. We're happy to be here for another week. (laughs) Yeah, a long time, no podcast. We've been pretty busy. We're going to talk about what we've been doing. Um, Yeah, we've, I feel like a lot of people would expect that this summer would be like not very busy because of obviously social justice movements and pandemics and everything. Mm -hmm. But I just said this the other day. I think this summer has been like one of the most eventful of my life. I agree, actually. And especially the past couple of weeks, I've been busy every single day. Not like going out and doing things necessarily, but finding different hobbies and stuff. Yeah. And I just got the job at Blended. And yeah, so, I've been, so you've been a lot. Yeah, I've been working there. I feel like every day, like I, this upcoming weekend, I'm visiting one of my best friends, Emma at because she lives in Minnesota and when I come back I work five days in a row like and all your day are all, like so long yeah so whatever. oh I was gonna ask how long are you gonna be gone um for the fourth yeah I leave on Friday and then I come home on Monday why okay I think I might come home on Friday Ellen I know I Dude. my sister's coming home Friday night and then leaving Saturday for her boyfriend's lake house. And so we're gonna do a family dinner Friday night. Okay. And then, I mean I might stay till Tuesday or Wednesday. We'll see. If you stay until Tuesday or Wednesday, I have Tuesday's my one day where I have absolutely nothing. Like I I'm so free. So we okay. if you stay, we have to hang out all day. Okay. Okay, Tuesday. I'll stay till then at least. Okay. But I'm, I have an interview today or like an open interview at this okay. restaurant. What does that look like? What's an open interview? I don't even know. They're, so basically they posted on Instagram and they said we're hiring, which I knew they were hiring because I applied and sent them <laughs> my resume and stuff a couple of weeks ago. Whatever. They didn't get back to me. <laughs> um, they're having open interviews today for two hours. And so you just like pop in or yeah. And so I think I'll go. I just don't know what to bring because I don't have a printer and like none of my friends here have printers. So I can't print off a resume. Can you go to a library to do it or like a public library or something and pay? No, because the library is closed. Oh, so I think I'm just going to say I'll email it to them. But yeah, I'm kind of nervous. Okay, so sorry if that's like a weird transition. <laughs> I'm like the worst podcast host. I had to go actually get my coffee. But like five minutes in. Yeah, because I'm I slept in today and it was just a mess. So I'm sorry, but we're back. We're back. We're back and better than ever, people. We're back and caffeinated, baby. We need the caffeination. I'm on number two. What do you mean? Oh, okay. Um, what are you drinking? I am drinking, so I just went to Trader Joe's this morning, and I got their canned cold brew. It kind of gave me the... Yes. I think it's blue blue and silver. Yes. So it's black cold brew. Kind of gives me the La Colombe. La Colombe. Yeah. So I'm drinking that with almond milk, agave, and sea salt, because this place here has a drink called the Al Pacino, which is cold brew, almond milk, 
maple syrup in pink Himalayan sea salt, and it's fire. So I had to remake it. But the I don't know. Salt is good with the. It's good. Yeah, you only put a little bit in. It like enhances the flavor. But what are you drinking? I have. This is like. It's just hot coffee. It's like not fancy, but my dad like it's my one of my favorite parts about being home. He makes like the best like brewed coffee, like you know whatever. It's the Just Coffee brand, and it's mine super dark. Mm-hmm. And it's just, like, so good. He takes it super seriously. He, like, cleans out the stuff and, like, grinds it. I don't know. It's awesome. And I put in a scoop of collagen peptides. Okay. Because I bleached my hair, and it's destroyed, so I need a little bit of assistance. And um, then half and half. And since I've started <laughs> having – dairy again mm-hmm. I'm like a huge advocate of the fact that nothing is the same as like cream or half and half and the reason I don't use cream is because my mom doesn't get it so we just use half and half it's essentially the same thing yeah it's it's yeah it's so much better in coffee because it's so thick Ooh. yeah so it's like I have this issue when I'm home is I have to like I'm I'm very sensitive to like temperature of stuff when I first wake up. I don't know. Like I have to have like I know it's good to drink water, but cold like room temperature plain water like makes me a little nauseous when I wake up. So I have to have something warm whether that be like tea or something. Yeah. And I can't have my first coffee be iced like it makes me sick to my stomach. I agree. And you're actually not supposed to drink cold water in the morning. Mhm. And it makes my stomach hurt. Yeah, I don't know. It's just like I'm sensitive to it, but. It's a shock to the system. Yeah. Okay, so we have to do some updates. Obviously, you have a tattoo. Oh, yeah. So I have a tattoo. Have I really explained? I think I have. I've definitely explained it to you. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm obsessed with it. So happy. Like, I have never, thank you, I've never been, like, so happy about a decision, I feel like, in my life. Like, I'm so happy. And so that's always good. You know, you never want to get anything. Now, me, you, and Abby all have little wrist stuff. Let me see yours. Mine's so tiny. Yours is smaller than I remembered it. Uh-huh. And it's on the inside. Mine's on the outside. Yeah, I like yours because you can always see it. Yeah, but, like, when I'm walking with my hand down it kind of like falls on the inside I don't know if that makes sense mm-hmm. is it but, healed yet? so actually ooh, I have some questions it's like kind of peely yeah that's normal it's weird because it kind of scabs over the first week and then like is it still kind of bumpy feeling yeah so it'll kind of peel off and then it's just in your skin Oh, this top little black layer is going to peel off? Yeah. And then it'll just be, like, permanently in your skin. Oh! So it's not going to be bumpy for long. I, that's, like, a huge realization. Mm-hmm. Because I was, like, it kind of looks like there's, like, two tattoos, like, a tattoo on top and a tattoo on the skin. Yeah. It's kind of just the layer of skin on top, so it'll go away. Oh! No one explained that to me. Really? Aw, they should really say that at the studio. Yeah, no. The tattoo parlor. 
Um, so do you have any updates or should we jump onto that first little bullet point? I say we just jump on. Cause I am like, I'm not kidding. I'm on the edge of my freaking seat right now. I need to hear the story. I've been thinking about it ever since you said like, you said like not good or something. And I was like, okay. I almost cried for you, but. I haven't cried about it because I don't know. It just, what happened just made me mad. That was my biggest emotion was just anger. Okay. Not even sadness because I was just, the whole situation, I'm going to swear. I was just like, what the fuck? Yeah. You know, I didn't even know how else to react. And when I explained it to my sister, um, she was just like, that's literally mean. It's not even like rude it's just straight up mean let's hear it let's hear hear it i'll give the whole background kind of Eh, not really because well i guess my background that i have right now is just that like this thing that you had with this guy was like it was moving pretty fast i would say maybe you don't think so i thought yeah i think it was moving pretty fast and you seemed super into him and like everything was great that's all i know I mean, he's, he met my mom. That's a big deal. And you were seeing some like big emotions. I was. And I mean, I told him how I felt about him. (laughs) And I felt like I was pretty straight up because when I talk to a guy, I only want to talk to that guy and I don't want to mess around and try and pursue other things at the same time. And he knew that, but basically last Friday. I have to do the whole timeline. Last Friday, we were hanging out and talking, and we kind of were talking about how, like, maybe we'll date, and he said he'd be, like, willing to date me and all this stuff. Like, he's the one that brought it up, and then he just said, I think you kind of have a wall up with me, and I was like, yeah, I think I do because I can tell you're not all in, and I can't be all in with someone if they're not going to reciprocate that. That's natural. Right. And so it's natural that I would have my guard up a little bit. And so basically after we hung out, we were just like, okay, we're going to try and like hang out more and do more stuff together where we spend like a longer period of time. Because I feel like we're both really independent and busy people. So it's hard to like devote so much time, whatever. Yeah, especially in the beginning of something when there's no actual, like, yeah. And since we're not, like, dating, it's not like you have to hang out in a sense. So then that night, I was with my friend Megan. Yes, this was, like, later that night. And I was with my friend Megan. We were just chilling, and he texted me and was like, what if we go to Chicago tomorrow? And... I was like, oh my God, that sounds so fun. Let's do it. I didn't have anything that I really needed to be in Iowa City for that weekend. So I was like, why not? I'm going to be spontaneous. I'm not not a spontaneous person. I kind of got my hopes up and excited. And then he like responded again later that night and was like, yeah, I don't know if we'll go to the city or go to my house because he lives in a suburb, like right outside of Chicago, whatever. And then... I responded again the next morning because I went to bed really early 
And I just said, yeah, like, let's do it. I want to be more spontaneous. He left me on red. And I thought maybe he just left me on red because he was busy. Like, maybe he was going to respond later. You know, Saturday morning? This is for him. Yes. Saturday morning. And then a couple hours passed, nothing. And I wasn't about to, like, text him, you know? And so later that day, it dawned on me he was never going to respond about it. And so that's when I started getting, like, so angry. Why (laughs) would he bring it up? Why would he say that? Was he drinking? No. No. That's the And he does stuff like that where he just wants to go travel somewhere. And so I knew he was being serious. And then for him to ask me that and me get my hopes up and say, yeah, let's do it. And then him to leave me on red. I was just like, my mind was blown. It wasn't even like a message you just don't respond to. You respond. Or even say like, hey, my plans changed. I can't go anymore. Something. I think I'm just like a little bit in shock right now. What have you guys talked since? Like, what are we? No, he Snapchatted me last night about his car, and I just didn't respond because I think that's so rude. You never addressed this. He never brought this up. He never reached out or said sorry. And I was just talking to my sister about it. And it's frustrating because I think it just shows a lot about his character. And, like, I was just saying, this is something that's mean. Like, it's straight up mean. If one of my friends did this to me, I would be mad at them. If anyone did this to me, I would be mad. But then the guy you're talking to to, like, get your hopes up and then leave you unread from that, it just shows, like, clearly I'm not important enough to respond. I don't know. It was so shitty. Can I say something to like really, I need to like amp you for a second because this whole thing about like him being willing to date you, like, sure, I think I'd be, I think maybe like you'd be worth dating. Like, I'm sorry, that kind of makes me nauseous. Like Mm -hmm. clearly one, he doesn't know you well enough (laughs) because you're like a perfect human. Two. That just shows, like, that just shows how much his head is up his freaking butt. Because mm-hmm. that, and it's just like, this, this is something that happens, I think, with all girls. Is, and this happened with, like, Alexa. She looks back on things, and she's like, how did I tolerate that? Or how did I let that go under the rug, mm-hmm. you know? It's because when you're with a guy like they do all this stupid crap and it's like you brush it off like whatever and you like make up excuses but that phrase like looking back now that you see his character more like that should not be something that you tolerate like you should be with someone who's like I want to date you this second you know I just I want to be with someone that makes me feel important and makes me feel like I'm not just an option or they might be interested in dating and keep bringing it up. I'm not even the one bringing it up anymore. Like he's the one saying it, which really frustrated me. Like you said, don't even bring up that or don't even ask to go to Chicago if you're not going to follow through. 
Yeah. It's just, it blows my mind. And when he would say, oh, I'm willing to date you, it made me feel like I wasn't good enough in a sense. Which is, that's like, and this is the thing is like, even when you were telling me all this stuff when it was happening, Mm -hmm. I didn't think much of it either. It's because like, but then you look back and the same thing happened with Alexa, actually. Really? Like she, she was feeling like this guy was just completely manipulating her which is kind of what Orlando was doing with you, just like emotionally manipulating people to try and get the upper hand. Mm -hmm. And that is just like, obviously like you and Alexa are like my two best friends. Like that just like makes me want to laugh. You know, that someone would do that. It's so rude. Yeah. I'm I'm so sorry, Ellen. Oh, it's okay. I, I was just angry and now, I'm kind of in that mood now where I'm like, clearly he doesn't understand my worth. So screw him. Peace out. My sister said, peace out, Boy Scout. (laughs) Yes, Sam. (laughs) Sam's the best. And I was texting her and she was like, I know he's going to text you or reach out eventually. And then she would ask me if he did yet. And I was like, oh, he finally Snapchatted me. And I told her what he Snapchatted me, and she was like, do not respond. I love your sister. And it's true. Like, I wanted to respond. I really wanted to just text him and, like, go off. Yeah. And how could you just Snapchat me that when you know what you just did was so wrong? But she said, no, just leave it. So, anyways, that's my boy update. Ooh, what is yours? Well, it kind of doesn't top that, (laughs) but it's on the same wavelength. Abby, I'm going to show you it over like the video. I love Abby so much. Abby, shout out if you're listening. You're awesome. Shout out, Abby. Let me see those hands. (laughs) She sent me this picture last night. I don't know if it'll, but what I was listening to on Spotify. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And it's these boys ain't ain't shit playlist. And she sent me that, and she was like, thought it was so funny. And I was like, ha-ha. <laughs> um, but so it's not as, as big as yours, but it's just, like, with the guy that's this, like, thing for, like, two-plus years, whatever. You know the one I'm talking about? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I meant to ask you about that. Um, so I was like – and we were talking, you were updated on this. I was like, I think I want to tell him all, you know, whatever, all this, all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And then I talked to Alexa. I forget how much I updated you. Eventually we decided like, I'll tell him in person. We just want to get a Snapchat streak, whatever. It was kind of the same thing. It was like how you just did not respond. I like Snapchatted him and I told him like a while ago, I was like, let me know when you go to Minnesota. Like, it'd be fun if we went at the same time. Oh yeah, yeah. And I bet you can tell where this is going. And um, so I Snapchatted him and I wanted him to tell me first, but then I Snapchatted him. I'm like, I'm going to be up there for the fourth. Like, are you going up anytime? I didn't even open his Snapchat. I had Abby do it. So I didn't even see the response or see his face or anything because I'm so petty. Oh my but God. 
um, he said, he responded in like 25 seconds, but he said, I'm going up this weekend with a few exclamation points. Oh, this past weekend? And I just boxed and didn't reply and I was furious the rest of the day. And so like some people that I've talked to, like Abby and people have been like, yeah, even my mom was like, ooh, you know, that's like kind of a huge rejection, whatever. But then I talked to Alexa about it. I just told her about it the other day and she like started laughing at me. She's like, Caitlin, he's like a guy. Like he wouldn't, you're not, you don't have a Snapchat streak. You're not dating. He wouldn't reach out and say that to you, whatever. Like all this stuff, like you don't have a Snapchat streak. Like he's, you're not in the forefront of his mind. Like whatever, all this stuff. I'm sure if he would have been reminded of you somehow, he would have told you. Yeah. But so she's like, I can't believe you just boxed him. Like (laughs) she thought it was so funny. But that's just like how I feel like you and me work is I'm just like one bad vibe. And I'm like, come on, like. Gotta go. Don't text. Seriously. Yeah, seriously, don't text. Don't reach out. But do if you're going to apologize. But I don't know. I guess. Have I told you this whole story? Like, what are your thoughts on it? What do you think? Like, no, you haven't told me. Okay. I mean, I knew you were going to reach out, but I could understand maybe he just forgot to tell you. Or like, he's also like a, like a little nervous shy boy, you know? He and maybe I, didn't want to put himself out there and say, yeah. I'm going up. It'd be awesome. Because he has a few times, but it was like a while. I don't know. And I I think it's just hard now because you don't see him. And you can't really understand where someone's coming from over Snapchat or texting even. But at the same time, like, he's not making you important. or Like, it doesn't seem important that he told you he was going up, even though you asked him to tell you. Which was huge. Yeah, which I think that's kind of a bad vibe. And I think it's only fair that you boxed him. Thank you. I appreciate and that. It's his turn to reach out. Yeah. And opinion. it's just like the whole, that's why I said it's like kind of the same thing. I mean, to a different degree that, you know, it's like mm-hmm. if I was like, sure, there's these, all these excuses. Like, I think you posted something. You're like, he's just not there. Oh, I did. I, well, okay, I was on this Instagram page. It's called, I hope I don't pronounce it wrong. It's called the Female Warhol, like W-A-R-H-O-L. Oh, I know that account. Okay. They have the best quotes. And I was just in bed one night looking at all of these and I wanted to post them on my story and be petty because obviously it's about a guy. (laughs) But I was kind of like, you know, he's not even what if he doesn't even see it? Because he doesn't go on social media much, and I just want him to see it. I don't need everyone else to know. <laughs> um, but yeah, I put one on my story, on my private Snap story. I'm going to read it. Because I think it's a good one. And it applies to so many people. They're not that busy. They're just not into you. Because it's true. I mean, people make time for what they want. And they make time for what they think is important. And if they don't think they have time for someone, or if someone says, 
wrong timing. I think that's so false. You can make anything work in your life at any time if you really want to. So screw that. If anyone says that, screw say that. The podcast that nobody asked for tells you to say peace out. Say yeah. Say peace out, Boy Scout, or peace out, Girl Scout. That'll really show them. Like, yeah, I think it's that was something I was battling with, like before reaching out to him a second time. Is there's like these two sides of, and this is also just girls overthinking, you know, like, and who knows, maybe he opened my Snapchat, was like, oh my God, she Snapchatted me again, Snapchatted back super fast. And then I boxed him and hopefully now he learned his freaking lesson. And now, or maybe he, okay, this sounds mean, but maybe he was like, oh, she left me on open. Hopefully he was sad. Yeah. Hopefully he was sad. And, (laughs) but it's like this whole fine line between like, and I think you know exactly what I'm talking about. Like this whole, if he likes you, you'll know. This whole thing that everybody preaches. Yeah. I feel like on another end of the spectrum, like we're in a time of our lives where guys don't necessarily act like that. And it's like, Mm -hmm. And I don't know, I just feel like, like, part of me really agrees with that statement, but then also, like, the stupid part of my brain is, like, he's just nervous, like, he's shy, like, he's shot his shot a lot, like, all this stuff, or, like, girls overthink, and he just wasn't thinking, like, you know, there's, like, two ends of the spectrum. Yeah, you shouldn't have to make excuses for him. Yeah. I don't think you should have to make excuses for anyone's actions. I mean, unless something really dramatic happened in his life, you know, like, I even thought about, this is kind of weird to say, but on Saturday, when I was left on red, I was like, oh my gosh, maybe there was just a big family emergency, and he had to go somewhere, you know, like, that's the most dramatic excuse ever, and then later in the day, he, like, posted on his Snap story and was, like, hanging out with his friends, you know what I mean? It's like, Okay, never mind. <laughs> Clearly. But, like, then you also have to think, I, that's not, I definitely know where you're coming from. I would do the same thing. But then you have to think, like, if there was a family emergency and you meant a lot to him, he would also tell you about that. So. Right, right. You wouldn't have to sit there wondering if something happened. Yeah, so, basically, I get the vibe he's not even going to reach out and apologize. What would you do if he does? Honestly, I think I'd go off. Not go off. I'd say it in a res not respectful because he disrespected me, but in a mature way. Mm-hmm. I would just say, like, not even just for me. I feel like the last guy I was with too. I had to tell him this. Like, you just can't treat girls that way. Like, not even for my sake, but for future reference. That's not how you can talk to girls and make them feel like they're just an option, or maybe you could see yourself dating them, or me. Like, he literally told me, okay, sorry, soon we can switch topics, but- No, this is good. I was just thinking about all the stuff he told me, and I'm just like, don't even tell me that to then go and screw me over. I mean, maybe I'm being dramatic, but he literally said, I haven't wanted to commit to someone like this in a really long time you know like you don't just say that to someone and then not talk to them it's just I don't know and I think like we're both in 
we're both, I love this topic. We're both the kind of people who it's like, we're not just like throwing ourselves at anybody Mm -hmm. and we take things seriously. And even if like, okay, I guess we don't, you know, we like fun, casual things. We're not like only looking for a husband out here, but like if we actually do have feelings for someone, we're not going to like joke around with it. And I think that that's just us being at a different stage of our lives. And hopefully when we're podcasting like this in an apartment in Boston and we're both in grad school, we can laugh at this episode and be like, we were so much better than all those stupid boys of that age. Oh, for sure. I think we will be able to. And even my mom, my mom was like, oh, do you want to bring this guy home for 4th of July? So she texted me that the day all of this happened. What'd you say? And I was like, no, I'm pissed at him. Good. She, he might be a player. <laughs> and then I just, like, she never asked me the specifics or anything. And she basically said, yeah, guys are turds, especially at that age. Your dad was a turd for a while. You know, like, so she dealt with my dad. And she said they broke up for, like, two months of college because he was a turd. And then they got back together when he figured himself out. But it's kind of promising. Yeah, it'll be fine eventually. <laughs> eventually, it'll all work out. Yeah. We'll be with why we're supposed to be with. So, should we talk about, like, I guess we could do plans for the day, or we could just move on to the topic of today's episode. Let's, yeah, let's move on to the topic. I agree. So (laughs) today we're talking about kind of our transition to college and we're both going to be juniors. And I think this is a good time to talk about it because if I would have talked about this before I was a sophomore, I, I think I wouldn't have been able to like understand it fully, you know? So it's Mm -hmm. good that we're doing this when we can step back. I don't think I was fully mature enough to talk about it or what I learned until even like after first semester of sophomore year. I wouldn't have been ready to talk about it until now, I think. Really? Yeah. Well, it's also the current situation has made us a lot different too. Yeah. Just being online and whatnot. So I think we should both start with like, a story of like our college move-in day kind of yeah that's, that's cute. so do you want to go first um sure so I don't know basically <clears throat> this would actually be funny to like show my brother when he goes to college because there was one <clears throat> excuse me major thing that I didn't that no one really talked about and it kind of ties into my first move-in day, but it's like, I guess I don't really know how to articulate it, but people didn't talk about how, like, uncomfortable it is. And I think maybe people did, but I think people more talked about it, like, with feelings of, like, I missed home or I missed my family. But people didn't, or at least talked to me about how like you, this is the first time in your life you're moving completely different cities. So you've never experienced anything like this before. And it just like, 
the feelings of like discomfort is something that that was my main feeling was uncomfortable. And so when we moved in, my brother didn't come because we didn't have room in the car. And so we drove up car was like completely packed. I was like cross-legged in the back the whole time because I couldn't even put my feet down. And you know, then of course my parents took half the stuff home because it couldn't even fit in my room. But so we go up there, we stopped at Ikea on the way up, we make the drive, we get there, we all move in. And for me, my room was really small and it was just like kind of, my family's just like, I've talked to them about this and they like apologize, but it was just like, kind of like shove you out of the nest, like really stressed and everything. Like they basically just like, maybe this is how it is for everyone, but they kind of just shoved everything in my room and didn't organize it at all. My dad helped me put my bed to the hype, but that was it. And then they drove away. I didn't cry at all. Cause I was just like, I think just like excited. And I was read, I was so ready for college, but then I'm sitting there and I'm like, I have like hours and hours of moving stuff to do. And everybody's out going like out partying and stuff. And I'm like, I haven't walked across my campus without a map yet. You know, like, and Uh I have, even if I party and I come home tonight, I won't even have my bed set up. You know, like it was just like, yeah, it was just like, I think I remember that first night, like me and Keely maybe walked to the gym with a map because that was like, there was some freshman orientation thing happening there. And then we walked home when everybody was out partying. We just went home and I think I spent like four hours organizing everything, you know, like in the pitch black dark, like just like so depressing. And I lay there, I'm like, this is my next year. I don't know. Like just it's very strange. So, but I want to hear your story. It's not a good indicator of how your year is going to go. The first couple of days were so weird. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I guess. So I moved in. My whole family came. My sister, mom and dad. Yeah. That's sweet. And it's just like a stressful environment. Like you said, like everyone's running around. Parents are just shoving stuff in rooms. People are in the elevators with like their furniture, their futons. It's a mess. And so everyone's already like high stress. Plus then you're in a brand new city. You're living like I was living with someone I had met once. And so it was kind of uncomfortable too. Like you're just in this room with them too. And like, I love my roommate now, obviously. Yeah, you guys are super close. The whole situation is like so uncomfortable. And so my parents like just threw stuff into my room and then we, what happened? Oh, and then they walked me outside and I was saying bye to them. And I definitely cried a lot because I feel like my whole family is emotional, well, except for my dad, but (laughs) Basically, like, you know, when you're talking to someone and their voice cracks or like you're saying bye to someone and you can tell they're going to cry. My sister did that. And then I started crying. I would freaking be a mess. Yes. I started like bawling and then I had to go up the elevator to the sixth floor with all the people moving in. Yeah. By myself. And my eyes were red. And I was like, what do I even do now? You know? Yeah, you just sit there and you're like, what that, what? (laughs) What just happened? And I didn't know anyone. Like, I didn't know anyone that went to the school. So I was completely uncomfortable. But then 
my roommate and I went to the dining hall right away, which was so weird to get lunch, but it was weird. Just everyone in the dining hall being surrounded by all these people. We had no clue who they were. Everyone was confused on their life. So I don't know. Like, moving was just stressful, I would say. It's hard. No one talks about how hard it is, I feel like. Everyone just talks about your first year is hard, but the move-in day is, like, traumatizing. <laughs> it is. It's so stressful, and no one has any idea what they're doing. No. And I don't know. Just, like, moving into the room and realizing that you're going to be in this tiny room for an entire year with very limited, co- like, closet space. I don't know how much you had, but, like, literally my roommate and I shared one closet that's the size of the one I have now. Oh, and I don't even I had, know how we fit everything. I, I couldn't bring any clothes, no. No. And then you also couldn't, like, go home every season and change out your entire wardrobe. So it was just literally such a mess. So bad. So that's one thing. You really can't bring many clothes. And all the college freshmen out there going out and buying, like, cool dorm furniture and accessories – just save your money. Don't even do it. You don't have room. No. And that's the thing is also like, I remember being like, I want my room to be so cute and have a million things. Like, okay, you want it to be cute, but I think what's more important than it being like cute is you want it to be homey. Like I made mine and to be homey, you don't need like freaking $300 worth of decorations on your wall. You know, like no I like like cozy lights hanging and pictures of my family and friends and like a blanket from home or something like it's not your room doesn't have to be like a fashion show you know like you're living there no one's even gonna see it I mean maybe some of your friends but no one's gonna come in and be like oh my gosh your dorm is so ugly yeah (laughs) no everyone has the same size dorm yeah no one's dorm is straight out of one of those what's dormify yes dormify like the magazines and stuff no one's dorm looks like that I'm sorry unless you have a single and you spend your whole time organizing it and buying stuff for it no no so unrealistic so just get yourself a mini fridge yeah that's all mini fridge possibly a microwave and Mm -hmm a big comfortable comforter and like don't worry about it and some popcorn that you can yeah. put in the fridge that's it yeah everything else is a waste of money facts and i remember like the money i spent freshman year sophomore year i really toned it down cuz i was like i'm like in real life i can't be like blowing money all the time you know like i yeah. made up for it but freshman year how you make friends is like you go and get food with people you go get drinks with people like you know it's like you need you're gonna want to spend money and especially like if you go to a big college campus where there's like greek life or whatever football games you want to buy like cute outfits for that and stuff it's like i wish i would have saved money on my room Mm -hmm. but i don't know you know and you're in a new city so you want to go to new restaurants and stuff. Like, you've never been to them. So you want to spend money. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I feel like, honestly, looking back on freshman year, I think I was a completely different person. 
I just feel like I was so immature and I don't know like I mean I learned a lot which is good but just some of the stuff I did I look back and I'm like how did I function after that or how did I live like that how did I go to bed at 2 a.m and wake up at 6 it just doesn't make sense yeah or just like yeah well first you do not understand the amount of people who I've said who've said that I'm a completely different person than like so many it's like ridiculous and yeah it's just like looking back freshman year like yeah it's just confusing I'm like I think I thought I was taking care of myself mentally and stuff but like yeah the whole how did I live like just everything is everything is so strange like I remember like I can't even yeah I don't it's like I blacked out my whole freshman year and one thing I wasn't expecting or like I guess I just didn't even think about moving into the dorms is how often people get sick and you get sick because you're essentially living in a big petri dish and if you have community bathrooms you're sharing the bathroom with people and not everyone's clean not everyone flushes the toilet which I learned oh god disgusting I'm sorry flush the toilet not not everyone doesn't think that you shouldn't pull clumps out of your hair and stick them on the shared shower walls yes we had to like go off on our group chat yes and be like dude literally stop there would be like this is so disgusting spirals of hair so it's like you know what you're doing like don't stick it on the wall i'm sorry that's actually disgusting you put it somewhere else or just i don't know if your hair falls out in the shower all girls do put it in a little kleenex throw it away it's that easy but yeah my freshman year i got sick like four times and it wasn't even like sicknesses i had in high school like in high school i would randomly get like the flu or something but that would be like once every other year yeah but in college I remember like four times I got the worst like sore throat I've ever had thought I had strep I got mono at the end of the year I had a fever for like five days in November and then I got pink eye twice like it was just you were so gross yeah and my mom was like dude get yourself together you know and it's because you're not really taking care of yourself like you said you think you're taking care of yourself but you're not yeah and people are germy and gross yeah it's just like a disgusting cesspool and like (laughs) how people act like I don't know and just like what you're putting in your body like going out all the time like yes so many people like people are like just hooking up with random people like Mm -hmm. if you think about it it's just like it's it's disgusting it is and you have no idea like you'll share drinks with people you'll share jewels with people not saying from personal experience but yeah other people will share drinks and jewels and then you have no idea has touched that drink who else has put their mouth on that jewel and then suddenly all of you are sick this applies right now too for corona i feel like (laughs) 
the cases here have gone up so much and it's um, all in like the age range of like 18 to 25 because yep. all the bars here are open and they have to close down again they do because people and it's horrible yeah like it's just i guess something else about um college that i didn't really <laughs> excuse me think about or understand is and i think i've just started to reflect on it because now i have like like i definitely have I can tell who my best friends are, you know, and it's like, I could list them off right now, like the people that I'm super close with. And they're not the people that I thought I had in the beginning of college. And I know everybody says that, but it's hard to understand that. And mm -hmm. I'm thinking about like some of the relationships I had with people my freshman year of college, even to the people that I know now, for example, like that guy, mm -hmm. like, we both had so many misconceptions about each other and we still don't know each other fully. You know what I mean? Like, because I think I've started to realize this now that I've been hanging out with a few certain individuals from high school again, which has made me super happy. But um, it's like, and I just the other night went somewhere downtown and I've been like talking to people from high school and it's just like, I don't know. It's like a breath of fresh air, like talking to these people because it's like, you don't have to explain yourself. You don't have to wonder if they know you or not. Like, I don't know, but this might sound stupid, but me personally, like I was in a math class freshman year and like, I, I don't know even if this is going to sound like if this will sound normal or something, but like people would crap on me in this math class and basically call me like, a dumb sorority girl because whatever it was just horrible and like no one knows you and like everybody just I don't know because when you're in class with people and like even in the dorms you're not necessarily talking about like your home life you're talking about what no. happened that weekend or something and so it's like it takes so long to like form real relationships because in high school you didn't even have to think about it because you were all playing soccer together when you were in fourth grade you know and like they already know your parents they already know your brother you don't have to explain your home life it's weird because you're making friends in college and they don't even know like you have a sibling or yeah they don't even know where you're from yeah like all you have in is that you're at the same and so, I don't know. I think a lot of people, like, freshman year, I definitely did this. I found friends that were, like, convenient in a sense. Like, you kind of just go for people that maybe live by you or, like, in your classes is good. I feel like those can be good friendships. Yeah. Or people that you meet when you go out. But then usually those friendships, they only want to be friends when there's a party happening. Or, or you never talk to them again. All of a sudden, you're watching their life on Snapchat. Like Yes. Like, you meet girls in the bathroom of some place, and they're like, oh, my gosh, you seem like you're so cool. We should be friends. We should that's be best friends. Does yes. yes. Literally, that's going to happen the first, honestly, entire semester of freshman year. Yeah. Everyone you talk to is going to be like, oh, give me your Snapchat. We should be friends. And then you're never going to talk to them again. Yeah. I feel like um, 
we've been like just ripping on this. Like I feel like everything we've talked about is like, so I guess a positive thing is um, kind of about that. Like I apparently, like, I don't really remember this, but apparently I was super outgoing. Like my first few months at college, it's like not something you would think about yourself, but like Alexa says, I don't know if I've told you the story. I think I have, but like apparently I just like went up to her in our first round of recruitment because we're in the same group. And I just like, started talking her ear off or something like complimenting her dress or something. Cause she like looked like sweet, whatever. And now we're like best friends, you know, it's like, mm-hmm. but that wouldn't have happened if I wouldn't have like treated everyone like we were best friends already. And so I guess that's a piece of advice is like, sure. Those silly little friendships, like, yeah, they're meaningless, but like you really do. It's like, you have to shoot your shot at friendships. Like every time you see someone and I went into college being like, I, if I walked down the street and I met someone once, I'm going to say hi to them and use their name, even if they don't remember me. And I feel weird about it. Like you always want to be the first person to say hi. And like, Mm -hmm. you always, I don't know, you know, like, it's just important to. Yeah. You have to kind of force yourself to be outgoing freshman year because you can definitely fall into like staying in every night which you don't have to like go out and party or anything, but you can definitely fall into just like keeping to yourself and staying in your room. Yeah. But you're not going to grow if you don't put yourself in uncomfortable situations or be the person that introduces yourself. And I think also another positive thing is that freshman year, like everyone wants to make friends. So people are super inclusive, I think, in my opinion. Super. Um, because like no one really knows anyone unless they came with a big group from high school so they want to get to know you whereas in high school I think a lot of people are clicky and you kind of have your friend group whereas in college you don't go in and have a friend group like everyone wants to be friends you can hang out with anyone you want because no one's like oh wait I know this person from this you shouldn't hang out with them like yeah you hang out with whoever you want and no one cares yeah So that's kind of, that's a good part of college. You can meet all kinds of people from all over with super interesting backgrounds. I don't know. It's kind of fun. And I guess something that um, I wish I would have, I don't know, opened myself up to more or something is you don't have to like go into college and like label yourself as one thing. I think that was like an issue that I feel like I haven't even realize that I had until now is you're struggling to find your identity so much and like honestly we're going to be for the next few years we're still in that stage of life you know like but something that I've realized is like you don't have to like be grasping at straws to identify yourself as one thing and like Mm -hmm. I feel like it seems convenient at the time and like it's comforting to but it's like, like just rushing a sorority. Like I devoted myself to that entirely when I also could have joined a soccer team or joined like a little pre-law society or some Bible study, you know, like you can spread yourself out more than you think Mm -hmm. you can. And I think it's, it's hard to get involved in a lot freshman year because everything's overwhelming like you're still trying to figure out how to live alone 
That's true. Adjust to college classes. And then also everyone says like you should get involved. Um, but yeah, I definitely wish I spread myself out more freshman year too. And just, I think I was like so focused on academics, which is good. But then when I did have free time, I wanted to like go out with my friends or I don't know, like even watch TV or something because I finally had time that I wasn't studying. But I would have loved to get involved in more like health clubs or something. I don't know. Yeah. Um, we can also talk about college classes, like expectations versus reality, because obviously you're going to college to go to school. And so that's a really big thing. Um, I think for me, I wasn't expecting, what was I expecting? What was true, I guess? Well, one thing I wasn't expecting is that the professors are so laid back. Like, so high school teachers will tell you they're not going to accept this in college. Like, you need to get your life together because your professors are not going to let this fly. And there are certain things, like most professors don't accept late assignments or just like lame excuses for missing an exam. But besides that, like, they honestly don't care. Like, they're living lives too. They have other things going on in their lives. Most of them are doing research. They're busy. So if you want to send them an email that is literally just a question and not a formal email, they'll probably respond with like one word. Yeah. Like, you can be informal with them. And it'll say sent from iPhone. (laughs) It won't even have their name on it or it'll say like okay period yeah. you know and also like you can miss class as much as you want most classes which I wasn't expecting either like you can really do what you want with your time like if you don't yeah. want to go to class and you study better by yourself and learn better by yourself you can do that yeah so I wasn't expecting that um how about you trying to think I guess like the whole you have so much more time than you think mm-hmm. like this is random that I remember this but I remember being in like one day freshman year like I had maybe a class like mid-morning and then I didn't have anything until I had like some four thirty to eight thirty lecture or something at night that's and, so long well it was like a discussion 45 minute discussion right into a lecture Oh, okay. So that's how it lined up. It was only a three-hour lecture, but it was a 45-minute discussion before. But because it was the same class, like, it felt like you're, you know. Mm-hmm. And it was in winter. It was, like, that was, that was, like, one of my lowest points. It was so bad. Like, I remember sitting outside the bus stop in, like, the frozen tundra of Minnesota, like, miserable, hood up. Like, I think I said this, but the music I listened to, like, I can't listen to again. You know, on my bus ride home, like, I can't. Because it's just, like, so <sighs> depressing and, like, you know, whatever. But I remember, like, talking to someone who's in high school, and we're, like, Snapchatting, and they're, like, they they made it seem so easy. They're, like, oh, my God, you didn't have class all day, and now you have class? Like, oh, whatever. Like, what do you even do with your time? And I was, like, I think I was, like, actually at the library all day. You know, like, it's mm-hmm. it's just, like, the timing is, like, very strange. It's, like, you – something that I wish I would have done freshman year is, like, find a routine that's like, um, what is the word where it can, you can do it over time. 
consistent. Yeah, or like um, maintainable. I'm so stupid. Yeah. Maintainable, like a routine that's maintainable that you feel like mentally happy with, but also you're being productive is like super important. And like, mm-hmm. like I remember sometimes I'd like sleep in super late. I'd wake up. I'd probably feel disgusting or like I'd put on sweatpants and a sweatshirt. I'd go study. Like now I would never, I'd want to like look presentable because it'd make me study more. Go study, come home, eat some crappy lunch and go to class. Like that's not how I would live my life now, you know? And so like finding a routine that is, yeah, maintainable and like productive still. Mm-hmm. And that's why it's good to schedule your classes around the same time every day if you can. Yeah. Because I like had a class like that too where I literally had class for three hours, like, I think it was 5.30 to 8.30. Yeah, that's pretty typical. Something like that, and this was my first ever, like, three-hour class, Um, and it was just, like, then I couldn't have dinner at a certain time, and it just threw off my entire schedule because I'd be walking home late at night, and I guess I wasn't expecting that either for college. Like, you can have class until... 9 p.m. Yeah. I had exams until 10, 15 p.m. on Thursday night. Like, it was just crazy to me that my exams wouldn't start till 8.45 p.m. And that was, like, legal. Yeah. Because yeah. in high school, like, we were waking up at, like, the butt crack of dawn to go to school, and then we were done at 3.30. Yeah. And now in college, like, you might not even have class till 3.30, or you might not even have class at all. Yeah. That's, like... Something about that I definitely agree is, like, try and block your classes. Like, my favorite, like, what I try and do now is I know that 8 a.m.s don't work well for me. I'm not a morning person. And so I try and have class, like, 9.45 or 10.15 is my perfect start time because, you know, I can sleep in until 8.30. That's, like – decent. You're still getting up and being productive. I go to class all day, can come home, study, have dinner at normal time, then my nights are studying. And like some, it's actually a piece of advice that a freshman orientation leader told me is, and I still like, well, sophomore years, I used it more, but treat college like a nine to five job. And Mm -hmm. That's like huge. And I did not do that freshman year because some days I was sleeping in until 10, 15 or 11. Like one, I, my body couldn't even do that now. You know, like mm-hmm. could not sleep until 11 right now if I tried. Like I woke up at 10 today and that was like insane for me, you know, because it was like the one day I let myself sleep in. But like get up at a normal time every weekday and make sure you're working pretty much all day because then your weekends will be a lot less stressful than you think. Yeah, and you can just block off the nine to five time, and then once five rolls around, or like once dinner time rolls around, you know you're done with schoolwork for the day, and you don't have to like do it until eleven p.m. every night. Which yeah. I definitely did freshman year. I would like sit in the lounge, the lounge, chem homework until eleven p.m. every single night. Yeah, and I'm like that I lounge has so many memories, <laughs> bad memories. Yeah, the lounge. Oh, my God. Just, like, I can picture it in my head. Like, everyone has their own. And it's just, like, miserable. 
It is. Everyone's sitting there. Usually, like, I lived on an all-girls floor, so no Damn. one looked ever. No. You know, everyone in, like, the most random pajamas or sweatpants ever. People, like, had really shitty food by them, like, huge coffees, energy drinks, and they had mm. huge bags under their eyes. Chips like and stuff, and, like, everyone just probably smelled like alcohol or something crappy. And you're just, like, <laughs> sitting there, like, on a freaking Sunday morning, like, trying to push through. It's miserable. Like, I wish I could just, like, it's so funny looking back, but, like, now I'd, like, wake up, have a nice shower, go get a coffee somewhere, look cute, go to a coffee, you know, like, try and make life a bit more manageable. Right. Whereas that wasn't even, that didn't even cross my mind last year. Not once. No, no, no. Oh, yeah, those Sunday mornings, not good. You had, like, a kick and headache sitting there trying to focus on the computer because you have a quiz or homework due that night. Literally that night. And you're like, I have four pages to write and it's what, 10 a.m. already? Are you kidding me? It's so bad. But it's it's honestly funny. It's an experience. It's, yeah. Since everyone's like living in the dorms together, you're going through it together. And so I would sit there with like my friends or my roommate and we'd all just be like, miserable but at least you're miserable together it's bonding for sure it is you see each other at your worst yeah should we talk about I guess overall how we've changed and like where we are now and stuff just mentality I guess we kind of have been though to wrap it up a little yeah Um, we've been going for like over an hour um yeah let's end on a positive note so Mm -hmm. I think freshman year was definitely a big learning curve and I think that's the best thing about going to college is just like figuring out yourself not that it takes college to figure out who you are but since freshman year I think I've made like really good friendships um I've become so much more outgoing like when you're out of school and you're kind of forced to be independent you realize like you said earlier Caitlin like you have to kind of put yourself out there and be the person that goes up to someone in a coffee shop and says hi or like compliments them like that's just how you're gonna become more comfortable or confident and like comfortable in your own skin so I think since freshman year I've just made like much more meaningful friendships um I learned how to study that's a big thing and yeah just like become a lot more confident so yeah yeah that's like where I'm at now I think, like, my, well, you know for a lot of other reasons, but I'm, like, a much different person than even I was, like, three months ago, Mm -hmm. (laughs) and, like, I could honestly get emotional. Like, I've never in my life been, like, proud of myself, you know, or, like, thought, Um, well, not, not ever, but, you know, like, I've never been, like, truly, like, proud of my character or something like yeah I've always tried to be like obviously my parents are like wonderful in the aspect that they've always like had me strive to be like a, a good person towards others you know but there's definitely been a lot of times where I haven't done that and I feel like now I'm just at the point where like something that's huge for me is I'm like so proud of my friends like and I've had people be like 
you surround yourself like just with the best people, like all your friends. And I truly am like so proud of my friends and like, like you, Ellen, like, oh, seriously, like you, like people from home, even like Hannah and stuff. And like, then at school, like Alexa, Emma, Julia, people like that, like, I don't know, just like the people that I'm friends with, like makes me so proud, you know, because you guys are just like the best people I've like ever met. And And it's just like, I try and surround myself. Like Ellen, you inspire me to be a better person, you know? And like, that's so sweet. I try and surround myself now with people who like morals really align. Mm -hmm. And I think that's something where I've changed the most is like, I've just like, I have a new perspective and I've tried to like surround myself with better people, if that makes sense. Yeah. And I think who you surround yourself with like says a lot about you and like you can't really grow as a person if you have people in your life that are not great or like they're holding you back. Yeah. But I feel the same way like you and Abby at home like obviously I've like had such good friendships with you guys and like I know I can count on you for anything whereas kind of in the beginning of college you have a lot of friends but you don't really know if you can count on them or not. Yeah. And then we've grown so much since then where you keep certain people as friends because you know they're going to support you and yeah like you're proud to be like yeah that's my friend like my friend just did this like that's the best feeling it is and like Sonali is my roommate and also like one of my best friends and she just got into nursing school and it's like such a good feeling to like be proud of someone for their accomplishments I think someone tweeted this but it's like isn't it great to feel like proud of someone versus jealous or be like, oh, like why can't yeah. you know exactly. like, feel, like so proud of your friends for their accomplishments and I don't Yeah. One of my friends just bought a house and got a dog. And you know, like it's just like you're doing yeah. great. You're you're killing it. It's not yeah, it's like when you truly take away like all comparison and like competitiveness. And obviously like, I think we're all girls. We still probably battle with it on a Mm -hmm. daily basis, like in our heads, but just like correcting your thoughts and like focusing on, you know, like truly when you are like good friends with someone and proud of them, like you're not, jealousy isn't even like an emotion you feel. No. And if you're jealous of someone, like honestly, you probably shouldn't be friends with them. And it only says stuff about you. Yeah, like you shouldn't be friends with anyone who bring that emotion up or it's Mm -hmm. like you need to look deeper at yourself and be like, I should get a hobby or something, you know, like I need to focus on myself. Or if you're jealous of someone for what they're doing, then yeah, be like, okay, well, clearly that's something I'm striving for. Like I need to do something in my own life. I can't just sit here and complain and feel bad about myself. Yeah, but that's like, like, if you tell me about like internships or jobs or something, I wouldn't be like, oh my God, like that brat. Like, I can't believe her doing well. You know, it'd be like, I would tell you, I'd be like, oh my gosh, like actually I wish I was doing that. And you'd be like, you should do it. And then you'd be like, you'd help me, you'd give me a suggestion or something. And I'd be like, you're right. You know, when we'd like build each other up, it's, (laughs) that was so cheesy, but you know what I mean? Like, you're not like, oh, sucks to be you. Like, yeah. Better luck next time. (laughs) Actually, you're right. I am so much better than you. (laughs) Actually, I worked so hard and 
I don't know. Nah. <laughs> yeah. People do that in college, though. There's still people like that that will, like, get a better grade or something, and they'll be like, well, I studied for 12 hours yesterday. And you're like... What did you do? Wow. That, yeah. And, <laughs> and you're like, like, actually, I was crying in my bed all day. Like... <laughs> Sorry, like, I didn't want to devote 12 hours of my day to that, you know? Yeah. Sorry I was having an emotional breakdown. <laughs> like, calling my mom. <laughs> I'm sick, and I I would, like, fall asleep on my futon, like, crying. Okay, no, we're getting down a bad route. I know, I was going to say, there's, like, this one, like, you look back, and you're like, oh, my God, like, I think I was actually depressed or something. Like, you look back, and there's this one, like, thing that I post on my private story, and it was, like, I had lecture in 15 minutes and I was watching a horrible movie in my bed, in my pajamas. And I was like, I literally can't, I physically can't get myself up to go. And like, you look back and you're like, and no one helped me. <laughs> like, yeah. like, that's not a good sign. You know, like you look back and it's like, I was brushing under the rug, like, I'm just miserable, like whatever. But like, that's, that's what depression is, you know, like, <laughs> mm-hmm. That's so true. Now we're ending on that. They don't like know your know you very well, so they yeah. don't know how to. Play. Yeah, and then people in class are like, "That sorority girl skipping class again." <laughs> You're like, oh, "I was going through a really hard time." Yeah. Okay, we need to like wrap it up and be happy. Like, woo. Yeah. You and I'm so go- hungry. I need to go have breakfast. Same. And you're going to paddleboard. Yeah, eventually. Hannah's still babysitting, but I have to eat before. Same. I'm so hungry. I'm going to make eggs, I think. Ooh, I think I'm going to make rice cakes with peanut butter and jelly and banana and cinnamon. Oh, wait, that sounds fire. Now I want something sweet. It's so good. Wait, and, ri- and jelly? Yes. So you do two rice cakes or however many rice cakes you want with peanut butter, jelly mm-hmm. on it, slice of banana on top. And then cinnamon, you need the cinnamon. Oh, yes. Cinnamon on everything. It's a game. I need to freeze some bananas. It's like a breakfast peanut butter and jelly. But I couldn't have it on bread because then I feel like I'm having a sandwich for lunch or for breakfast. Right? Okay. Sandwiches do not go for breakfast. Oh, no. Just like egg sandwiches. I can only eat when it's like 11 a.m. on a Sunday. And you're not yeah. Okay. Well, this was a good episode. It was really fun to catch up also. It was, yeah. So we can end this off on a good note. Um, say peace out, Boy Scout, to any boys that are treating you like shit. And freshman year is fun and different, and you'll meet a lot of cool people, but you'll also grow a lot. And so... Don't take yourself too seriously. No, just enjoy it. Enjoy the learning. That TikTok, just enjoy it. Yeah. Just have fun. (laughs) Just, yeah, I think that's still something I'm learning is not taking anything too seriously. And with the boy thing, like, they come and go. We're still young. Like, did you just see something? Yeah, I have to tell you after our... Okay, well, then we really need to... Let's say goodbye, and then we can make breakfast together, and I need to hear that story. Bye, everyone. Bye. Thanks for tuning in.